Hi, I'm James Kotecki. You're listening to the C-Space Studio Podcast. Interviews with technology, media, and marketing leaders from CES 2020. Hi, I'm James Kotecki. You're here with me in the C-Space studio at CES 2020. Here with us, Andrea Mallard, CMO of Pinterest. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. So I interviewed your colleague, John Kaplan, in the C-Space studio all the way back, it seems like a long time ago, back in 2017. How do you define Pinterest? What is Pinterest in 2020? Well, you know, we're building the world's inspiration company. So we want to bring people everywhere the inspiration to create a life that they love. And so our job is to make sure that we are helping to curate a catalog of the world's best ideas that anyone can access so that it feels very personal, it feels very relevant, and more importantly, they feel like they can take action on it immediately in the real world. And it's, it's primarily a visual catalog, right? That hasn't fundamentally changed in your thinking? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's absolutely, it's visual search, um, but it's becoming so, so much more, you know? So we're developing tools to make sure that Again, we want every pin on Pinterest to be actionable in some way, whether that's knowing exactly how to make it or try it or to visit it or to buy it. We want people to not just be inspired, but to be inspired to act fundamentally. So that's a lot of the innovation you're going to see on the platform is in service of making sure we are enabling people to do things in the real world as opposed to just staying on Pinterest. What is something in the near future someone will be able to do on Pinterest? What kind of action that they might not be able to do today? Well, it's it's certainly already today, but it's growing more and more, is the ability to know, for example, right now I'm renovating my entire house, um, which is a bit of a nightmare, but it's made easier because, first of all, I can find really interesting ideas I would have never thought of myself on Pinterest. And two, if I want to get a new couch or a new paint color or uh, you know a, a new piece of artwork, I can find out that it's available, it's in stock, it's near me, and I can have it you know, shipped to me in the next few days. These are things that make it much easier for me to act. Um, we're also doing a lot of tools for creators on our platform. So a lot of people who want to share their knowledge or their wisdom with the world about how to do cool things. So, you know, for example, my teenage daughter is really into baking. Uh, we have some amazing chefs and cooks and, and bakers on Pinterest who can teach you step by step. How do you follow this recipe? How do you make sure this technique is pulled off. So these are things that are just evolving um, the platform in a really beautiful way. So what you're talking about is uh, seems to be a marketer's dream. Obviously, if I'm a marketer of a paint company, I want to be the paint that you're painting. If I am uh, a, a brand of flour, I want to be the one that that yes. creator chef is recommending. Yes. So what do you say to a marketer who's approaching Pinterest for the first time, how to do this right and how to maybe do this wrong? That's a great question. So I think I am a trained marketer and we've been taught for years and years that you're supposed to interrupt people and try to get them off of what they were otherwise there to do, distract them, say, look over here at my ad instead. Yeah. You know, Watching an ad was what we all tolerated in order to be able to see the TV show we wanted to watch. It's fundamentally different on Pinterest. You know, We always say stop interrupting and start inspiring. The advertisers who are the most successful on Pinterest are the ones who are trying to be intellectually generous. They're trying to say, hey, here's a good idea. So if I'm a, you know, if I'm a spirit ad uh, or a spirit company, and you know that I'm planning a really great cocktail party, you're going to give me great ideas for great drinks or how to decorate you know, around the drinks. You're going to be there when I need you. What's, what's interesting is that um, most of the content on Pinterest is from brands, right? And the users say, we love this content. We want more of it. We want it to be more actionable. So the best marketers know that that's what they have to do on Pinterest. Pinterest is obviously a very visual medium, but voice is certainly on the rise. How does that integrate with your planning and how you think about the future? Yeah, you know what's funny? I think we've only scratched the surface of what visual is going to be. So absolutely, voice, we think there'll be a future where when you're looking at a recipe on Pinterest, you can ask questions and say, show me the next step, for example, and it'll take you right to it when you've got your hands covered in dough or you know pasta flour, for instance. 
But also, we also see a world where, you know, we always say the camera's the new keyboard and that you'll be able to use Pinterest, you know, in the real, if I love your shoes, which I do. Well, thank you so much. I would be able to take a picture of them and say, I want to know how do I buy them for my husband and do they have them in his size, right? Without having to stop you and ask you necessarily, hey, what are those shoes? Mm -hmm. um, so we think that there's still, we know that through the lens technology and all the visual technology we're still actively developing, that we're going to be able to push it even further than we are today. And does VR play a role in your future as well? VR or AR, yes. augmented reality? Yeah, that's a great question. So between inspiration and action, there's a step in between which is deciding. And we think we can use, we know we can use VR, AR to make the decision feel uh, more inspired. So I'll give a real example. Um, you know, when I want to know, will these, will these seats look good in my living room? I want to be able to find the seats on Pinterest and turn the camera to my living room and see what they would look like yes. against that wall. I want to know if this lipstick color really is going to look on, good on me, not just on my phone. And so we're going to be integrating those technologies more and more so that, again, between inspiration and action, when you have to make a choice, we want that choice to be as inspired and certain as possible, and that's where those technologies are going to play a big role. So you've said it right here, and you've written before, your quote is, the age of interruption is over. Yeah. What, what's the definition of the age that we're in now? Well, I hope we're in the age of inspiration, to be honest. I think there's plenty of information out there, there's plenty of opinions out there. I think what the world needs, speaking very broadly, is more action, and, and more people building on each other's ideas rather than tearing them apart. Um, so I hope for marketers in particular, you can say, hey, what we're trying to do is inspire better things in the world, inspire different things in the world. And we want to provide people with the tools and the information and the insights they need to, to take action rather than manipulate or convince or distract. I think we've had 100 years of advertising that operated that way and, and people are sick of it. And by the way, you know, up to a third of all people have ad blockers on their, on their uh, laptops or on their mobile phone right now. So you know, the, the, the world is telling us we're, we're tired of it. We need something new. We're speaking to Andrea Mallard, a CMO of Pinterest, about the age of inspiration. One thing that I also found uh, on your Twitter feed, because we do our research here in the okay. C-Space studio, <laughs> okay, well. um, but this is something I think really resonates with you. You tweeted a story about Pinterest that I think called Pinterest the kinder social network. Yeah. And I think your tweet was something to the effect of, this is why I work at Pinterest. That's so right. what does that mean to be the kinder social network? I think um, some, you know, for better or for worse, some of the business models of of technology platforms like ours, you know, are are accidentally, uh, if I'm being generous, rewarded for helping bring out the worst in people. You know, I think, you know, at Pinterest, our goal is never to keep people online. In fact, it's just the opposite. We don't measure, we don't panic about things like time on app. That's not what we want. What we really want is people to find, hopefully, what they're looking for to be inspired and go off and do it. And so we don't encourage things like, um, you know, having people argue about politics. Or there, there's a place for that. Those are important too. Mm -hmm. But Pinterest is the one place I think that I can find right now where it's, it's actually about focusing on yourself. It's about taking time to think about your own future, your own life, what could be. And as a result, and yes, getting ideas from others and getting others to react to things you might be trying. But fundamentally, it's about yourself, and, and that allows us to emphasize the emotional outcomes of the platforms and the kindness that we can engender in others rather than um, rewarding a lot of a race-to-the-bottom ethos of, of interactions that can happen. Uh, speaking of arguing about politics, perhaps, you, uh, you used to be a journalist. I don't That's know if it was right. political journalism, but how, does that, how did that career kind of shape the way you think about the world today? You know, it's funny. I, I, I love journalism, and as, even as we sit here, I'm a little bit envious about your job, so it sounds like <laughs> this is still a lot of fun. I, I think, look, it's, it's fundamentally about great stories, and the best journalists 
do a good job of, of having weaving disparate insights together and, and coming up with something new to say on a topic. And so do great brands, honestly. So do great companies. And certainly that's what I aspire to. I still feel in many ways I'm doing the same storytelling I was doing 20 years ago when I was a journalist, which is try to figure out what's going on in the world, try to tell the truth. Uh, you know, great brands don't make myths, they tell the truth. And, um, and so I really feel like I'm leaning back on all of my journalist training to get to the, to the human truth behind a problem uh, that we're facing as a company or as, as the world. Speaking of storytelling, you did a C-Space Storyteller session just now. What yes. was that session about? What were the takeaways from that? Yeah, you know what? Again, we were talking about how can uh, the, the fact that technology companies or technology of, of any kind, software or hardware, need to be accountable for the outcomes that, that um, they inspire in the world, to the good and to the bad. And, and Pinterest is really trying to show leadership in that space and making some of the hard decisions that we need to, to ensure that time on our platform is time well spent and that people leave the platform feeling better than they did before. Uh, HP is also doing the same. They're, they're really starting to think carefully about the role technology plays and their role in those conversations. So our converse, the conversation I led and then through a conversation with their amazing CMO was really about the responsibility platforms like ours, companies like his, need to, um, to have as we see the, the obvious and not so obvious effects that technology plays in the world. As we close out thinking about your role as CMO, and we interview a number of CMOs here in the C-Space studio, how do you think about driving transformation in the C-suite overall? And, and is that even really the primary way that you think about your job? I think I have to think about my job that way. Um, I think a lot of times people thought of marketing as the thing that happened at the end. It was like the jazz hands, the soft <laughs> shoe at the end of the line. And, and really great marketers, great brand builders know it's the connective tissue that holds the whole company together. So um, I'm trying really hard. Luckily, I have, there's a phenomenal executive team, leadership team at Pinterest, but I spend a lot of my time to say, hey, it's not just what we say about the company, it's what we do. It's the design choices we make. It's the business choices we make as the company. Those things need to be all congruent. They, can, they can't be... Um, telling different stories. And so a lot of what we do is say, this is who we want to be, therefore we have to make these kinds of product decisions, these kinds of business decisions, and therefore we earn the right to tell these kinds of stories. So I really see uh, my role as connective tissue as opposed to marketing at the end of the day. Well, thank you so much for sharing those insights. Andrea Mallard, CMO of Pinterest. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. This podcast is in partnership with the iHeart Podcast Network. 